What's going on, man? Yo, what's good, money? How you been? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Still the mid-season right here. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to the Money and Valley podcast. I'm your co-host, Valley. And I'm your co-host, Money. Yes, sir. Back again. Coming through with episode 10. Yep. Episode 10. Bonds between stocks and cryptos. Or the other way around, cryptos and stocks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You know, well, like we're going, you know, into more detail on how these two markets well are related. You know, I mean, we said it in previous episode before. You know, um, talking to the newcomers here, and um, also the people that's been watching it. But at the same time, we're going to be going more of like why that is. You know, instead of just mentioning it. And it starts with um, partnerships, which I'm gonna go into so y'all can see what, what I mean. So I'm gonna use Ripple as an example because Ripple made a crypto called XRP. All right, and then so Ripple has, you know, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with what Ripple is. Ripple is a um, blockchain software um, company, you know, a software payments company. And then they have a partnership with all like a hundred banks or probably over a hundred banks, but they got a par- partnerships with a whole bunch of central banks, you know, around the world. Cause Ripple is pretty global. So they have offices like literally around the world and they're working on Canada right now too, as we speak. But, you know, and then they have a crypto called XRP, which the banks are gonna be using, you know, to help their, help their payments you know be be faster you know settle faster and and with cheaper fees too because you know because they're going to be building off um that that xrpl blockchain so that so that's what it's going to be you know that's that's part of you know what ripple's going to be doing but a big part at that so i'm gonna go in like on the like how that partnerships affect certain stocks you know because ripple doesn't have a stock yet but they got a crypto called xrp so how does that how does that affect you know part of the market because that the bank stock is going to go up you know and then um along with these you know other payment companies like moneygram because moneygram's um a payment company you know, a cross-border payment company at that too where you want to send um some send out some money to somebody to another country you know like if somebody you know coming from spain or mexico and and you know they they in the United States. They they working in the United States and they're using that money to send their parents some money or some other family member some money. Then they're doing it uh, through that MoneyGram app. Now, you know, MoneyGram with MoneyGram, they had the app. Like I, I believe, like about four years ago, um, they had they had the app. They still had the app, and then you uh, put in your information and then you type in like you're sending dollars you know, down in Mexico to this certain person, but you're verifying it on the app and then you still had to go to a line um, where, like wherever MoneyGram was located, you know, within your area, you had to wait in the line to talk to an agent and then tell them that you send them, sending the money there to, you know, verify it. Then the money gets sent down there, but you don't have to do it like that no more. So now they have an app where you can just um, send that money to um, their visa card. So, now, now you see like how payments, you know, are, are getting faster, especially with the cross-border payments, because 
know, they're real slow with the old system, which I'm going to later. But anyway, Money Graham stock was dying. You know, it was under $3. Now, when the Ripple partnership came, you know, they bought their stock and then they let them, you know, test out their, you know, their XRP and stuff. They, they let them test out their product. So Money Graham stock, you know, went, you know, went back to $3. Then it went to $6. They end up being, you know, $10 or close to it, you know, ever since the Ripple partnership. But, uh, but you know, Ripple uh, went their separate ways, you know, so they won't, so MoneyGram won't really test their product no more. But you see how that partnership kind of, kind of affected it. So now it, it gets even deeper because now, now that, like, when Ripple quote unquote left MoneyGram, which I don't believe in my opinion, I mean, I still think they got, I still think there's a partnership there and they still got their shares in it. But I'm going to just go by the articles, you know. So when Ripple, quote unquote, left MoneyGram, then Stellar came in. And Stellar, is, you know, is another blockchain payments company, but focused more on the unbanked, you know, that instead of, you know, like all these big banks and big institutions, you know, like Ripple is, but they're more focused on the unbanked. Though. So MoneyGram is kind of uh, perfect for them. So now they have a partnership with MoneyGram. And, and MoneyGram is already global, too. So Stellar is, you know, another blockchain payments type of company. And the guy who, um, you know, the guy that had a Stellar and who made XLM, because that's that's the currency, too, XLM. You know, he used to work for he used to work for Ripple, too, you know, in the development of XRP before he left. So that's the connection there. So when you see Ripple, you know, you're going to be seeing a lot of a lot of Stellar, too. But other than that, Stellar partnered with MoneyGram. And MoneyGram, now, now MoneyGram is still in the green. And also they're getting more advanced, too, because now they're, now they're using Stellar's blockchain. And there's a stable coin called USDC that MoneyGram is going to be using. So people are going, is going to be sending a stable coin at that, too. And then their payments is going to be faster. You know, it's not going to take 30 minutes for, like, somebody to get your payment, you know, from across the world. It could take three minutes or three seconds especially what, you know, especially with XLM, because um, if y'all look at XRP and what XLM can do, yeah, they can settle fast with less fees and then um, MoneyGram is going to be using that chain. But other than that, you know, in my opinion, the stock is going to go up. This is just my opinion, you know, not financial advice, but that MoneyGram is still in the green, though. You know, still $10 from where it was not too long ago. That's pretty good, considering the situation we are in the markets right now. Yeah, especially after all these crashes, too. And it's still, you know, same price and still in the green. So that's what that's what I mean by partnerships, you know, like like um, like these companies you know, with the crypto background and then how they partner with other companies, got them using crypto. And now the stock is going up. So which like which I mean like the relationship between cryptos and stocks starting with a partnership. And then there's more examples of that too. You know, um IBM is gonna be doing um IBM stock, in my opinion, is gonna go up too, because like when crypto and blockchain is going up, you know, like I said in the early episodes, blockchain is the core technology, you know 
within within crypto. You know, it's made from blockchain. So, and then I, IBM, you know, is getting into blockchain also. You know, and they, and they partner with Stellar too. And then they have a um, relationship with a lot of banks um, using their stuff. So it's like basically the significance of all these partnerships that we're, we're trying to make is, again, cryptos is really coming into the forefront. It's going to start becoming a, almost a normal thing. Now, I, can't, I wouldn't say it has, but it, it really is going to become a normal thing. The fact that they're partnering with these banks, they're partnering with IBM, they're trying to become a common household name like you're literally it's going to become a normal thing how like moneygram was normal even using cash app or uh paypal they're trying to it's going to become normal like uh those companies eventually in the future slowly but surely even now so you're starting to hear more about crypto commercials and other things they're starting to come in the forefront this is the significance of the partnerships we're talking about like Yes, they're on the back end. You really don't hear too much about it, but that's how a lot of things starts. It starts in the back and then slowly comes to the front. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, for real, whether you're getting into one market or, you know, you're getting into the other, you know, you don't have to get into both, but you can, like, literally, like, research a different market and then it can help you you know, in the market that you're in right now, like you researching cryptos can help you come across a good stock. Basically. Exactly. And even speaking of that, a lot of companies are starting to accept cryptos. I know we slightly touched on this before in um, past episodes, but like, I'll give you like some examples of like certain companies that are accepting cryptos. And I don't mean necessarily as in a partnership, as money was saying earlier, I'm saying as companies are accepting cryptos as a payment. Instead of using money or, you know, yeah, just using money, you use crypto as the currency. Like one PayPal, you can use uh, cryptos as a checkout from PayPal. I think they accept uh, Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, of course. Most companies, if they accept cryptos, Bitcoin is always going to be like number one. That's going to be the very first one. They don't accept any other crypto. They will Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin is the biggest one. It's the most known one. It's the most one. So Bitcoin is always going to be there as far as companies accepting cryptos. They will at least have Bitcoin. I'm not necessarily sure, like, say, um, say for instance, for Target. I can't go into Target physically and probably use Bitcoin. No, it's not going to work. I'm per se. I can do that, but go there and use Bitcoin. Um, Travala. They accept cryptocurrencies. They uh, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and of course, Tezos. what'd you say? Tezos. Yeah, Tezos. Um, they accept Cardano too. So that's what like five different cryptocurrencies for Travala, and this is a kind of like a major move too because Tra- Travala deals with you know traveling airlines, traveling different companies. I mean not companies, countries, mm-hmm. traveling overseas. They're kind of stretching their hands. It's a pretty good play. They're stretching their hands across the world by doing this, by accepting cryptocurrencies, different cryptocurrencies through Travala. You got other people from other countries that might want to purchase plane tickets uh, through their site or another state. So you're kind of reaching your hands everywhere. So that's a pretty um, smart move from Travala. 
another place would be AT&T. Who would have thought, you know, our phone carriers, AT&T, they accept cryptocurrency. I'm not sure exactly which ones. Of course, there's always going to be Bitcoins in there. And some of them, they don't accept uh, cryptocurrencies directly. They usually do it through a third party. And I think AT&T, they're using BitPay as their own third party third party processor. I think they they announced this back in 2019. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was definitely before uh, COVID. So they accept it. And uh, everybody's favorite coffee place, Starbucks. They accept cryptocurrency. Again, through another third party. I can't remember which one. But, you know, they accept it as well. So a lot of these companies are accepting cryptocurrencies as a payment. That should say something. Even Wawa, not was it Wawa's or Sheets? I think I can't remember which one was accepting Dogecoin as a payment during the whole Doge Dogecoin hype. I mean, yes, died down, but that payment is still is still accepted at certain um real across the country. Um, I read about AMC talking about, you know, accepting payments um, in Dogecoin. Oh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot AMC. So, and that's the stock everybody's trying to buy, too, at that AMC. That's all we're hearing about, AMC. And what's funny, even, um, I think uh, I I read an article uh, a little earlier that Walmart and Amazon were looking for, um, they put up a job job posting for digital currency uh, product managers. So in the near future, they're trying to find some way to accept cryptocurrency as well, as far as everyday purchases. And that's what he meant by, you know, it's becoming a normal thing too, you know, with these places, you know, that we come across a lot too. It's just slowly, slowly getting there, but surely you'll, you'll see it. And then that's how you know like crypto is going to be here for a while. Exactly. Even uh, <laughs> even Gucci, uh, the Gucci store is accepting Bitcoin. But, you know, that doesn't apply to us. We're not rich. Like yeah, we're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> like we always say at the end, that we're not rich. <laughs> like walk the Gucci store, you know, I'm going to use uh, Bitcoin. I ain't got my card on me today. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's what more like, you know, the Floyd Mayweathers, you know, and the Elon Musks and all that. <laughs> Bro, why'd you put that asshole in the Musks? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like 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 basically, you know, that like more than one celebrity or a rich <laughs> rich person. So like yeah, pe- like people, you know, in the upper class, you know, do do all that, you know. I, I mean, good idea for Richard Hart. He's, he's most likely still holding his Bitcoin. And another thing to add on to that as well, I know some, uh, a lot of us, we look at it as, you know, they're rich. They're in a different world than us. It, we don't necessarily have to pay attention to what they do. Uh, to a certain extent, you actually do got to pay attention to what they do because they're the ones that make the first moves. They're the ones that knows what's going on. So what they do affects us. And not even affects us. It's kind of tell us, kind of what's going on because a lot of news we get on when certain things happen they already 
knew beforehand, whether it was a few days earlier, a few weeks, or even a month beforehand, they know they know what's going on in the dark before it comes to the light. So when you see them move, you have to pay attention because they're the ones that have money. They're the ones that's making this money somehow. They're the ones that's successful. So wouldn't it make sense to watch and pay attention to a successful person? So watch and pay attention to not all celebrities, but big time businesses or influential people like Elon Musk or Floyd Mayweather or just other people, Bill Gates, kind of watch what they do and see what they're doing. Yeah, just like, um, you know, people was watching Warren Buffett when um, when he was buying a whole bunch of um, Bank of America stock, you know, and, and also this other bank, too. I can't um, I can't remember. But, yeah, definitely Bank of America. You know, people was making videos like saying like how they found a ripple patent um, within, within Bank of America. Also, you know, they had a ripple patent and then so Warren Buffett. You know, as in the stocks, you know, he's just going to get um, get the benefits of that, you know, just buying a whole bunch of um, Bank of America stock. You know, so like if XRP end up making that stock higher like it did MoneyGram, you know, he could just uh, do that. That's his way of investing in crypto indirectly. All right. And there's uh, another instance, too. I think, uh, again, I'm going to go back to Bill Gates. There was a few other ones. I can't I think Jeff Bezos was a part of it, too. There was a third person. I can't remember who it was, but I remember telling you about this last year. Um, I think around in the West near Texas and all those states, uh, Bill Gates, Bezos, and somebody else, and I think a couple other people were buying up farmland and real estate land over there at a massive uh, pace. So I dove in into a little bit. I didn't get too much information from it because not too much was known, but just the fact they were buying up farmland, massive amounts of farmland, a lot of land kind of set off a red flag for me. So I don't know what they're planning on doing in the future or what they got going on, but I know they're doing something. There's a reason for them buying up this farmland. I don't know. They don't create more companies down there or maybe they don't create their own farms. That way they can have uh, ownership as far in the market, as far as uh, consumable goods. So I'm not sure what they're doing, but it was kind of like a, I want to say a challenge, but a competition between them buying up land all the one buying up land down there and it was slowly moving towards uh towards the east around the texas area and a few other states surrounding those in the west so this is what i mean pay attention to what they do they have things in the behind the scenes not necessarily bad things but they work in the dark they're doing something pay attention to them yeah yeah definitely because hey, it's set set off red flags for me too and then another thing like like these people that are up there even if they're not celebrities you know like they still have a lot of money and power you know they, they probably you know have an alias or something you know disguises people like warning us about certain things and, and then like a and which they did years ago and the public don't know about it and youtubers you know just now finding it like i remember i told you about that letter yeah <laughs> Kendra Hill, because that ain't even her real name. She claims she had a uh, family of invest investment bankers, you know, and, and they, you know, giving her XRP. Of course, we're talking about XRP again when they um when she's more you know responsible, you know, for a reason at that too. And then she's re revealing all you know these rip, uh, ripple secrets and what they um, plan 
plan on really doing, you know, like one of the things targeting the derivatives market, which makes sense anyway. But at the same time, she mentioned in there that, oh, yeah, stocks are here. I mean, no, no, cryptos are here to stay, you know, and Bitcoin and ETH, um, Ethereum ETFs are going to be taken over, which is actually pretty much our next topic right there is like, you know, now cryptos are becoming ETFs, too. So, like, how does that work? You know, so, yeah, I heard about Grayscale, right? You know, how they got into Bitcoin and then they got into Ethereum. No, um, they haven't now, heard about Grayscale because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they haven't heard about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, never hear about it. So. <laughs> you get most of them newcomers, man. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Newcomers. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, if you end up finding like Bitcoin ETFs and Ethereum ETFs, um, then that's why. And you can get to them through um, the Fidelity app, you know, because because I've seen it on there. You know, the um, the Bitcoin and Ethereum ETF. So you're getting like um, you still begin like the price action, you know, somewhat of Ethereum and Bitcoin. You're just not going to be owning the coins themselves. So you're not going to have like that same possession, but at the same time, you can benefit from, you know, the price action of both of those, you know, through through the stock market, buying those ETFs off these stock exchanges like Fidelity. And then um, so, yeah, they do exist. And uh, and then this was like a year or two ago when I looked at it, you know, but now, you know, they got more more crypto ETFs like Grayscale got like uh, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. The central land, uh, like what I talked about in previous episodes, and um, uh, Bitcoin Cash, and uh, several other cryptos too. Well, now crypto ETF. So, so now you know you can do you know invest in crypto indirectly. You know you still want to get into it, but like I don't know if I want to put my money, you know, like risk buying these coins. Now let let me just uh. You know, still stick with the stock market, but buy these ETFs. You know, so that—that's where you can. Um, now, now you see how see how you can get bounce from one market to another. You know how they how they how they slowly coming together. Right, because you know, those stock markets got ETFs. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, stock markets got uh, ETFs, and it's the other way around too. Now you can dive into the stock market through the crypto market. Because, you know, there's um, there's a there's a thing called like stock tokenization. Like so if you read about it and you see tokenizing stocks, that's what they mean. Like stocks becoming cryptos. Now, I know y'all asking, like, how wait, wait, how does a crypto become a stock or how, how does a stock become a coin? You know, so it, it is a coin. You know, it, it acts like a crypto or acts like an actual token, but it's still considered a stock because you own the share of the company. That, that's what it is. A stock is a share of the company. You just have it in crypto form and then you have more possession of it because now when you hold cryptos, when you store cryptos, you hold in your own keys, supposedly. You know, not everybody holds holds their own keys, but that's what you're supposed to do. So, like if you want to be more secure, you know, just to get that information. But, you know, you still own more. You can still own more possession of your possession of your share and companies that are helping doing that is Sologenics and Mobius. So like when I went on a Sologenics website, you know, I saw they had Tesla. I even seen some cannabis stocks like you can get, like you can get on there, 
you know, from that crypto exchange. And then with Mobius, they got something called Passfolio. So with the um, Passfolio thing, you know, they um, make it easier, you know, for other countries to get, you know, get these stocks and stuff like um, around the world. They're making it easier. But now they now they tokenizing stocks at the same time. It's called Mobius. And yes, they got their own crypto, too. And Solo Genesis got their own crypto too. It's called Solo. And right off the XRP ledger. Mobius is off the um from the XLM from the Stellar blockchain. Now 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 you now that brings us back. Ripple and Stellar. Now you see that similarities. No, some another similarity I see. What? Yeah, yeah, I want to be just like stocks. At first, yeah. Yeah, options. Yeah, agreed. Now y'all just want to take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're trying to engulf every market possible. Oh, yeah, greedy. <laughs> Give them an inch, they take them out. Agree. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we tokenize the land, we tokenize the stocks, rates, all that. <laughs> now, now, yeah. if you go to the earlier episodes, you see what I mean too, because I did talk about you know like how you could dive into real estate, you know, through the <laughs> crypto market too. <laughs> oh man. Greedy. <laughs> greedy. <laughs> yeah, greedy. Yeah, that's what it, yeah, even I admit it. I'm gonna get greedy along with it too. <laughs> All these shares. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I can't play good grief. <laughs> yeah, man. They trying to engulf all the markets. Right, they're trying to do everything. I'm like, slow down. Like <laughs> Yeah, they even tokenize the shoes. How does that work? <laughs> you tell me this is your field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then that that's how you know cryptos uh, you know get complicated sometimes because stuff be throwing me off to this day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> throwing me off too. I'm like, bro, this this not my field. I understand some of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's endless with them. It's like you, like you're in the vortex that just gets you just sinking deeper and deeper. You go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a never ending abyss. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. You know, the, yeah, especially with the crypto market, it's a never ending abyss. And and then the crazy thing is, we haven't even been out that long compared to other markets. <laughs> we barely passed a decade, but now, you, yeah, yeah, barely passed a decade. But now, like you're saying, like how you know, like the relationship between stocks and cryptos. Now you're seeing it. You know, you dive into the crypto market. You know, a little bit, like it's still be in the stock market, or you want to get in the stocks and still, you know, be in the crypto. So you know, instead of just you know, buying a stock here, you know, like on Robinhood or somewhere else. And then, you know, just bouncing from one exchange to another, you know, you can still um, buy stocks in crypto forms, still be in a, still be in the crypto market. But that that, it's just it's limited options. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It might be limited options, but it's still options. And that brings you to the other one. I know y'all greedy, but I'm going to take a bite of this. You know they got uh <laughs> they got option uh trading in crypto too. And just a second ago I was talking about y'all being greedy. I heard that. I was like, oh, y'all do options over there? Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't care about this. <laughs> uh I just found out about it not too long ago too. 
Yeah, you can do options trading and crypto. I said, oh, I think I'm gonna have to do my little research. Yep, and they got they got some exchanges for it too. Like some, and then they, and then it's crazy. Like one of these exchanges, I kept hearing about, but I just ignored it. You know, I didn't even look it up or nothing. And then I could have been found out about options trading there. Shoot, I wish I did. Yeah, the way I found out is through a disaster, like Terra Luna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then how? And then how that? You know, and what I mean by that was, you know, there there were whales that betted against it months before a crash. At that too, it was like, watch this stable coin is going to sink, and then they made a killing off it. So there's people that lost millions that had their money in there, uh, but there's also people that made millions off that, you know, off that disaster that betted against it. And it was probably uh, some of the, I wouldn't call, I don't want to call them lower class, but people that's not higher ups was watching the whales, looking at the reason why they betting against it. Again, they get the news or get red flags way before us. So watch what they do. If all of them are betting against it, they're doing it for a reason. It may not be at that very specific moment, but they know somewhere in the near future, Something's going to happen. And like I said, whales, they're called whales because they make the biggest splash in the sea. We're just small little fish. We can't do nothing but ride the wave. So that's what we do. We watch them. We see the wave. We catch it and we ride it. Yeah, that's true. You know, even a um, bearable bull who, you know, managed to be successful in crypto and he still makes content on YouTube. He said the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, just know that you're not smarter than these whales because they got more access to information, you know, within these markets that you do. And, you know, just watch what they do and copy and paste, basically. Exactly. They move with so much liquidity, too, at that. You can't do nothing against it. You Again, I said you can just ride the wave. That's all you can do. See the wave, catch it and ride it. And know when to get out. <laughs> know when to get out the wave, too, because you might crash <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, definitely know when to get out too, because you can you can lose money trying to do the same exact same thing somebody else doing. You don't know what you're doing, so you got to have some type of knowledge too. You know, like like some type of knowledge, like being in this field, like we said before. You know, requires doing you know research, and what you do determines how hard how, how hard you got to study, especially when you when people want this instant gratification when they want their money fast you gotta learn that skill man because that takes skill that's you know time to market because that's very hard to do it is it takes a <laughs> lot it takes a lot of learning and research but just basically watch what the whales do they're doing it for a reason well, they got more information than us and they get their information long before we even catch wind of it so they're already making their moves. By the time you see the effects, they they already made their battle plan. I mean, made it. The plan has already been executed. They're just waiting for it to happen. And we feel the effects of it. That's why I say you got to catch the wave. Oh, yeah. 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 The retail especially definitely feel the effects you know, of all this, especially that when it's the negative effects. <laughs> Because uh, because they you know they do the opposite like often buy you know <laughs> when it's green and then sell when it's red 
is one of the things. Something you got to learn. <laughs> Something you got to learn while doing these options. And like I said, bring us back. Cryptos have options. So from what we've been researching, it works the same way as uh, normal options and stocks, except you're just dealing with cryptocurrency. It's going to work the exact same way. You can place calls where essentially, <coughs> excuse me, essentially you're betting that the price will go up and they have puts where you're just betting that the price will go down. It works the same way. So as far as, uh, as far as I can see, I think they only have it for Bitcoin for right now. Like I said, I'm still going to do more research into it because I'm definitely going to hop into that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right in your field right there. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you landed in my yard. <laughs> the backyard at that. <laughs> everything goes down. In the backyard, like, yeah, yeah, you in my, my waters. <laughs> yeah, you the whale, you the shark, or whatever you want. Call you, <laughs> call you some squid if you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely some whale. It would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it'd be nice. So, yeah, like we said, you now now cryptos, like we we just looked at them as coins that you pay people with. You know, you um, especially the beginners. But now you're seeing how they're doing different things. Now they're becoming more and more like stocks while they're trying to take over every market at that. Exactly. So, greedy. <laughs> yeah, greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's worth it. Hey, greedy. Man, we're going to put that as a hashtag right there. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, like, yeah, all of this is to appeal to different in investors because people do have different ways of doing things they have different ways of thinking and then they have different strategies at that too so yeah like basically leading to one word options options like that options and greedy so yeah, yeah you can be as greedy as you want to be and then and then um not only that but you there's there's also um another way you can like get the benefits of crypto within the stock market too, without actually buying the cryptos. And then that's investing in like blockchain type companies, which are, you know, pretty, well, some I looked at are pretty cheap right now. One of them's um, the graph blockchain. So for those of y'all, I mentioned blockchain before, but I'm going to mention, I'm going to describe it again to the beginners a little bit. Uh, yeah. No, especially for the new people that uh, come across this episode. So blockchain I already said is the core technology in crypto, but blockchain is another way of programming. So it's another way to like hold, hold the information and make it visible and secure. So yeah, you can see it, but you can't, but it's hard to change. You know, so it's, it stays the way it is. It's more secure. So it's, it's another way to have uh, store information. And then that's the core technology for crypto right there, especially, you know, when you um, look at these transactions, that it, it is what it is. So with the um, grab blockchain, the company makes it easier for people to take advantage um, of blockchain technology. So so they, they um, have small companies, you know, so they have more than one type of company, one of them that takes advantage of NFTs. So, um, I forgot the name of it. It's probably Nipty. And what they do is they hire, they hire artists too. 
So they so they bring the artists on that platform and then turn their art into NFTs so they can um make money off it. Because you know how crazy NFTs is going on nowadays, right? You know, like artists already making money off it right now. But now there's a company you can join to actually do that. So that so that's um yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the things right there. Then they also got like another platform where it's easier to buy buy um cryptos, you know, buy your shares at a um, lower price at that too. Because a lot of us, you know, we see these cryptos exploding, but we're like, man, how do we get in on it? Like, how do we know about this or get in on this at, at the floor price? You know, like when it was under a penny or just pennies. And then you look at some of them and you just don't know how to get them. Like you have to go through, you know, some things to get some of these coins, like, like Veli mentioned, <laughs> like flashback, like, oh yeah, you got to go through all this to get this legendary coin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is episode, which is episode two. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> yeah, you gotta buy this, trade that, sell this, hold on to this for a little while, <laughs> just to get this one coin, like <laughs> to get this legendary coin. Uh, look like, look like you, it make it made it sound like you had to go through a quest to, <laughs> to get this unlock. It basically is like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying because I've been through it too. You know, you have to learn how to do trading pairs and then make a, make a limit trade, you know, set a price and all that, or just go to a site, find out what you got to swap. And, but, but now they, now they're trying to make it easier to get, you know, certain coins at, you know, at a cheap price at that too. And then make it easier for you to have access to them instead of just going through, the complicated ways of doing it. So they're doing more than one thing where you can take advantage, you know, of the crypto market and, you know, and, um, and blockchain too. So it's called the graph blockchain and it's way cheaper than what I first looked at it. So now it's, you know, like either 10 or, you know, two cents, but it's, it's, it's at the time of this, at the time of this episode. So I'm not saying buy it, but I'm saying it's just something to, look at so i'm just using this as an example right there how people can you know benefit from like cryptos and blockchain while still investing in stocks you know you can invest in the whole blockchain company which is the graph blockchain you can also invest in a mining company too and which i should have kept my money in which was like canaan when um i was buying it for three dollars they went up to 20 but i sold it being impatient so i so i couldn't get them gains and then they were so they were selling um, Bitcoin mining rigs. Mm. Yeah, so I should have kept my money in that too. But these, you know, two companies, you know, are of examples of how you can, um, you know, benefit, you know, from these, um, you know, just put your money in the um, these crypto companies. And then there's also companies who make coins starting their IPO, like, um, like Ripple's getting ready to start their um, IPO. I don't know when. But that, but that's what they're doing, though. You're getting ready to start their IPO, and, they, and then they already talked about, you know, how they made XRP and how they did this big blockchain software company with a lot of partnerships with these big banks and institutions. So, and then Coinbase, and then another good example is Coinbase already came out with their stock, but their stock was already expensive, though. <laughs> 
And for those of y'all who don't know what Coinbase is, Corn, Coinbase um, that I mentioned in the earlier episodes, where I'm gonna um, describe it again. So Coinbase is a um, is a, is an exchange that where you can buy cryptos off of, you know, instantly at that too, because all you need is your card. So you can use your card on that site, like where you um, set up your account. And you can start buying the, whatever coins listed, especially, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, XLM, whatever they got listed, it, it, you can buy it instantly. But I recommend you take them off, put them in a wallet, but, you know, because they're not meant to be kept on the exchanges, you know, because if you keep it on exchanges, you know, they, they have, you know, possession of your coins. Whatever happens on that site, you can't even touch your coins so they come back up. And you can, you know, you can get hacked easily, too. I so, will say it's the same thing for the stock uh, exchanges too. Robinhood, Webull, they both uh, allow you to purchase crypto on their sites. And I think they have their own wallet too, but I, I'm in the same sense with uh, money. I would uh, take them off and just put them in a private uh, wallet. Yeah, whether it's software or hardware, you know, at least hold your own private keys. But, you know, they, but, you know that's the bad thing you know about exchanges you can't keep can't keep your cryptos on there you know they're just meant for buying and just sending it to whatever wallet you're sending to but but coinbase is the easiest though yeah it's the easiest and coinbase coinbase has more but like robinhood and weeble they i think robinhood does have their wallet now or they're in the process of making it or i think they already have it i haven't really paid too much attention to it because i'm not i'm not even gonna deal with it because I purchased cryptos off there before. I didn't have a bad experience. I just, I know it's best to hold them uh, in your own personal wallet or private keys. But if you're only holding it for the short term, like very short term, do what you do. But I wouldn't hold an excessive amount of uh, cur uh, currency on there if I were you. Just if it's a small amount and you're holding it for a short term, you know you're going to trade it. Do what you want to do. But again, this isn't financial advice. This is just personal opinion. Yeah, this is not uh, financial advice. You know, yeah, this is my personal opinion, too. And it's OK, you know, um, because I, sometimes I had to wait. No, 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 I don't have to wait no more. But I remember when I started investing in cryptos, first started investing in cryptos, I was in Binance.us and I had to wait a week, you know, for my um, purchase to settle. So I bought the cryptos, but they had to keep them. But they had to um, keep them in there for a whole week before I could take them off. You know, they was they, they were still safe, even though I didn't like waiting that long. Still, a week, you know, is actually, you know, long enough. It ain't too much. But I'm I'm not even holding my coins on that for a week, in my opinion. It's just something I had to do. So I, you know, I held coins on exchange for a week before, but just because um, that they needed they needed that for a week, they needed to hold it. And sometimes it was three days. It depends on like what you're paying for um, with your card or account. I don't know if they do it anymore, though, uh, because I haven't used Binance.us to other ways of um, buying crypto, you know, as I got better at buying the harder stuff. Now, quote unquote, these legendary coins. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that's that's my quest right there. <laughs> Yeah, quest you've uh, completed and got experience points for many times. <laughs> yep, yeah, still going, yeah, still <laughs> racking up points <laughs> and rewards. 
but yeah, I'm gonna stop right there with that though. Um, but yeah, investing in you know blockchain companies or companies that's involved you know with uh, crypto activity is is you know if you're still in the stock market, you can benefit from crypto that way too. I mean, there's another relation as well with the stocks. Yeah, I just want to steal everything. You know, they got bonds too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, they got what like, what are y'all not doing? Like, <laughs> y'all just doing everything <laughs> out here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what I mean by engulfing all the markets, you know, and then being greedy. Uh, yeah, because there, there's something called NFT bonds now. Now, you know how I mentioned NFT earlier, you know, with the artists. Well, they, well, they're not just art now. You know, they can be, they can be bonds. So, yeah, I wonder how can, how can an NFT, you know, be a bond? So, what well, NFTs, anything can be, you know, a token, you know, or crypto. You know, it's not, you know, it's not coins. You know, NFTs can be paintings. Um, they can be music. It's anything you can um, take and, and put it on a blockchain. You just um, put it on a blockchain. Now it's an NFT. So, yeah, it could be paintings. It could be music. It could be um, video game characters, you know, like Axie Infinity. You find with these monsters, these monsters that you buy are NFTs. Or if you have a shooting game, those guns are NFTs because you can treat them like coins, too. You can also buy them, sell them and rent them out. So, so, I mean, so that's what NFTs are. You know, you can take something, um, put it on a blockchain, and then you can sell it like it's a coin or do whatever, like it's a regular crypto. But, they, but they're not, you know, they're not an actual coin. You know, because, you know, all, all coins, you're talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum, no matter which one you got, they're still a Bitcoin or Ethereum. NFTs, you know, are different things. And then, you know, and then how the person, then they have a contract too, you know, or a link. So the person often gets paid in royalties, whoever you bought it from first. And then if you sell it, you know, you have to give like a percentage to them. So that's how, how they can work also. But other but other than that, though, um, there are NFT bonds. And there's a company called Treasury XRPL. So they literally acting out, acting like a treasury that hands out bonds. So with Treasury XRPL, as I mentioned before, uh, with, within the beginning episodes, they have like, like different, they have, I mean, they have art, you know, these bonds have a certain, certain art and then they make them look like, you know, gold coins or gold bars or gold plaques, each worth a different amount of their certain coin. So like a barn, you have it, you wait till it matures and then, you know, you get more money for it um, when you, when you sell it. So it's the same exact thing with those NFTs. Those NFTs are doing the exact uh, thing. And then so when they mature, whether you have the coin NFTs or that gold bar, bond NFT or the plaque, wait till it matures. And then you and then you get paid in, in more of those um those treasury coins they got. Hmm. So that's what I mean by you know the NFT bonds. Yeah, the NFTs that literally act like act just like bonds. Now another thing we might have to research is um, the maturity uh, dates. Like, do they have certain categories? Because I know in normal bonds you have short term, uh, medium, or intermediate. 
And then you have long term for maturity dates because normal bonds you use for a short term. It's like what one to three years, and then it matures. You can sell it. Uh, intermediate, like four to ten years, I think, for it to mature and then sell it. And they have long term, which is ten years and up. So we still got to do research to see if if uh, those certain aspects are the same as normal bonds. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you know what I just thought of? <laughs> what? And then, and then you know how cryptos still be having like a faster rate <laughs> than normal stuff, even though they're doing the same thing. So I was, I would be surprised if it takes just a year or six months to reach maturity. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it though. But I'm, I'm not saying it is. No, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it was a faster, or it had a faster way of maturing. It probably does, or not uh, speeding up the maturity process is the interest built up on it. I wonder uh, how that works. Because stocks, you know, it's already a certain percentage, but with cryptos, depending on which one you get and how they set it, the interest is uh, the interest is pretty crazy on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cryptos be normally having a higher interest, you know, than than banks and stocks too. And I'm talking about like when I'm talking about higher, I'm talking about a ridiculous amount of interest my like user yeah Triple. yeah yeah all the way up to 40 percent. then i'm hearing from some people 50 you know just quoting them though 50 percent. but yeah i, I definitely seen like 40 and then 41 percent now with um which is you know you already know what i'm talking about <laughs> hex <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then and then the crazy thing about it is, you know, when I since, since I mentioned banks, you know, those time deposits, like certificate of, you know, CDs, certificate of deposits. Yeah, uh, they're locking money up. Well, yeah, they got a blockchain time deposit, you know, and that's um, hex is literally a digital time deposit with more interest, like forty percent. It's literally like they're just grabbing. Oh yeah, we can do this. What's that? Yeah, we're gonna do that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can do this better. We can do that better. What's this? I don't know what it is, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yep, I mean, same thing. Now you can get cryptos recycling. <laughs> uh, pay you them coins. I mean, hey, you know, you make money off it. Do what you got to do. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, do what you got to do. And then since we're talking about like bonds, you know, um. That then that's what I'm gonna get into right there because you know we already talked about ETFs, but then there's something called ETNs too, exchange um, exchange traded notes. So, yeah, I mean it works like a bond too, but now Tron, and I'm gonna explain what Tron is too. So there's a um, crypto company called Tron that's doing um, the Tron ETNs. So what Tron is. Is it's a network that you know um, owned by Justin Sun, like or or I'm gonna I'm gonna say founded you know owned by Sun, who made this who made the um, TRX blockchain. So Tron's also um, blockchain too. Tron works like Ethereum, where they have a lot of projects built up off it, and then the, and those come in tokens. So so it works just like Ethereum but faster and Tron's actual crypto and it's cheap too. 
So now they have Tron ETNs. So when you buy shares, uh, shares of that, and then, you know, wait for them to mature and then you sell it back. You know, I mean, it's just like it's just like a bond. You know, it works just like a bond. So I'm thinking they did it with these NFT bonds and stuff. Now, now they're doing it with um, Tron now. And that kind of rhymes, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like now, now you see like the relation you know <laughs> cryptos are jumping in the stock stocks is jumping into crypto exactly that's, that's why hence the name of the episode the bond between cryptos and stocks yep yeah because they definitely do have a bond and we're seeing it more and more over time too and then if you look at it like if you just even research it for like 10 minutes you'll probably know a lot more or just see a lot more than you did before. Bars. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, all like so whether you research just two of these markets or three markets, it's like what like what we said before, you know, they all related in some way. They have their differences, but at you know, but they're related at the same time. That is true. Regardless, you're dealing with cryptos and stocks. They're all related. And at the end of the day, they both deal with money. So how can you hate either one? Yeah, how can you hate either one? You know, especially if you um, know how to make, I mean, you can make money in all, you know, all these, it just depends on the person, you know, and their strategy too. But yeah, you can, like, no matter where you go, stocks ain't going nowhere just because crypto is trying to take over everything. It's just going to be alongside it. Exactly. They're just coming along for the ride. And then we built the road for them. I guess that, you know, they're trying to be the successors. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, too, like when people um, ask me, what's the point of this? You know, when, especially when I mentioned virtual real estate, you know, which is in episode six. But then if they start asking me, what's the point of like uh, what we talked about? I'd be like, hey, it's just another way to make money, man. It's options. <laughs> That's what it is. Just literally giving you options. Like <laughs> I said, there's different paths to make money. You don't necessarily have to do cryptos. You don't necessarily have to do stocks. You don't necessarily have to do real estate. You want to do business. Other way, we're just trying to create, not even create, open your eyes to other avenues. Yeah, and which is why, you know, biz businesses are you know, doing like certain businesses, just like I said, Ripple are doing stocks and cryptos at the same time. Like, oh yeah, let's start an IPO, but we're going to put out these crypto products too. It's just bringing in more money. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just a money scheme. I know we all, we, everything got all these bells and whistles. At the end of the day, it's just another way to rake in more money. Yeah, yeah, it is just another way um, to rake in more money. So, yeah, whether you want to do just stocks or do you just want to do just cryptos or you can do or you can just do both easily. Yep, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and especially, you know, if one of us make it and what we're doing, you know, really making it stocks and not making it in cryptos, I'm pretty sure we're still going to be <laughs> jumping in each other's markets, too. It oh, definitely to be greedy. I definitely am. As soon as I found out they had options in crypto, I was like, oh. <laughs> 
I, I think I'm going to go check that out. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> Man, I used to get bonds, too. <laughs> and then, you know, regular bonds. And now, you know, I'm looking at, uh, you know, NFT uh, bonds, too. I'm like, this. it literally made me want to jump in there. I was like, nah, I got to focus what I'm doing first. And I'm all over the place. <laughs> so sometimes there is a stopping point depending on what you got going on. I mean, if you can do it. If you can handle it, go ahead. But don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah, yeah, don't. So, I mean, still not financial advice. You know, we ain't no financial advisors. You know, just for just voicing our opinions and it's just for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, we just like talking about money. Ain't that right, money? Oh, yeah, yeah. Money talks, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we hear it. <laughs> yeah, we hear it. Now we hear it from different directions because we got stocks, we got real estate, we got crypto, we got bonds. We, we got, got money. <laughs> we hear multiple voices. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we're just talking about money. You know, we ain't rich. Oh, that that's that's what we're doing. We talk about money. That's all we talk about in this podcast. And that's why we're here. But other than that, I'll look at philosophy later on, but you know. That's for another day. Oh yeah, that's for another day, possibly another episode, possibly another season. Uh but it's but we're getting there and we're progressing as we go along too. As you can see with the sound quality. And then we're gonna be Presenting this stuff sooner, sooner. You know, like show, show y'all some charts, and especially when we talk about crypto. That's part. There's literally graphs of that, <laughs> what they doing with this stuff. Yeah, we definitely got to get uh, locked down on that and uh, put that out there. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But yeah, you know, yeah, this money and belly right here. You no, know, and welcome newcomers. And, you know, it's, we still got a lot more to put out. Yes, sir. <laughs> a whole lot more. So if you haven't, you know, caught up, go to the earlier episodes if you had to. It's beginner-friendly. And, you know, we're still beginner-friendly so far. But it ain't going to be for long. We're just going <laughs> to blast off. <laughs> for real. So <laughs> while you're out here, you know, run up the likes, the views, comment, subscribe, YouTube, other platforms. Instagram, even TikTok, where we post uh, little shorts and bloopers if y'all want to check that out. And it's under the same name as the podcast, just Money and Belly. Yeah, under the same name. So what you're looking at right now is the main series. But the side series is on, you know, just on the social media, you know, Instagram and TikTok, only on the official pages. Uh, yes, sir. The Below Zero series, where it get colder. <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, where it get colder. <laughs> yeah, we got episode zero, negative one, negative two. Negative two. Uh, uh, so. Don't turn off our episodes like that again. <laughs> I start speed running through the episodes. You know, I had to make it to that last 15. <laughs> <laughs> the well, finish line vision in my head right there, virtual one. <laughs> but either way, like I said, come check us out. Below Zero series <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram. And like so we post bloopers <laughs> on there as well. So you get to see a little bit of a different side to us. But you know, I think we're gonna close it out on this note. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Make sure I comment. We need the criticism, but 
No, we'll catch y'all next time. Enjoy yourselves. All right, enjoy yourselves, man. Till next time.